another episode of the WCPO High School Insider Podcast here indoors at the East Central High School Fieldhouse as the Trojans prepare for the state championship this Saturday at Lucas Oil Stadium against Northwood. More on that game in a little bit. We also have Ohio and Kentucky State semifinals we're going to discuss in this episode. But as always, this WCPO High School Insider Podcast is presented by Greater Cincinnati Northern Kentucky Chick-fil-A Restaurants, where the winning play is always chicken. Well, the 14-0 Trojans are going to go for back-to-back Class 4A state championships for the first time in program history this weekend. East Central is trying to become the first public school to win back-to-back state titles in Class 4A as well. Undefeated Trojans have outscored their opponents 698-83 to this season. That is correct, with seven shutouts, including a 49-0 win over New Palestine in the semi-state round last week. But uh, let's, let's talk to... Uh, Head coach Jake Miners and uh, senior running back and linebacker Dylan Maxwell about the mindset for the Trojans as they prepare for Saturday afternoon. Going for history to uh, make it back-to-back state championships for the first time in program history. Also be trying to become the first public school to repeat in Class 4A. Uh, coach, what's the mindset of this team heading into Saturday? Uh, we're just extremely excited uh, to be practicing this week. Anytime in the state of Indiana, if you're practicing Thanksgiving week, you know, you know it's kind of an honor. It's kind of a badge of honor for our team uh, to be practicing this week, trying to get better. Um, only two teams in, in our class are, are practicing this week, and we're just super excited for the opportunity um, to be able to uh, get up there again to go compete against the state's best um, uh, on Friday. Or sorry, on Saturday this year, um, and. Um, I think it's just a celebration of our community, not just our football program, but we get to uh, put the spotlight on our community um, and hopefully go out and uh, perform really well. And, yeah, we, we are chasing a few records uh, program-wise. Um, no, no team's ever gone back-to-back uh, in our program's history, and then no public school um, has gone back-to-back in Class 4A. So, you know, those, those are things that um, are in front of us, uh, but we can't put any more pressure on ourselves um, you know, than what's already on the state championship game. It's uh, just going to come down to playing fundamental football, enjoy the week, and um, really enjoy this opportunity to go play in, uh, up at Lucas Oil. You mentioned, obviously, taking care of business. you got to worry about what's on the field. But you, you mentioned the community. Uh, can you kind of illustrate, you know, how many people are going to be there? Uh, what, what's it like just for the fans and families of these players uh, to make the trip there? Yeah, it's really neat. It starts out on Saturday with a little send-off um, with the local fire department and police officers and uh uh, just uh, we invite all the fans out to, to um, watch the boys get on the bus. Um, uh, you know, I think it's probably as close to a college or an NFL type environment as, as you can get from the, that aspect. And then, um, uh, actually, last year it was really neat when we got up there to Lucas Oil. Um, there was a tailgating party that was lining the streets of East Central people um, as the team buses uh, rolled into Lucas Oil. And then for, for our small little community, you know, um, they, they really come out for the football games around here, uh, but they really show out on, on the statewide level uh, up at Lucas Oil. And just throughout the week, um, all of our former players and alumni kind of being around uh, talking to these guys, um, the text messages that they, they send these guys about just how important it is. Um, to, to show what this program's made of. Um, to We play, try to play the game the right way. Um, and you go out and try to compete against the best. And uh, I think that our community really rallies behind that. Um, we're a blue-collar community um, that, that's known for being a, just a hard-working community. Uh, and that's the branded style of football we play. So I think it just really puts uh, the, you know, the spotlight on that community um, and who we are. Um, and it's a really neat for our guys as high schoolers to be able to experience um, what kind of support they have behind them. I know you had a meeting in Indianapolis today. Uh, what's it like just to 
for you as a coach, uh, state championship week? Yeah, I mean, I'd be lying if I if I said it didn't have a few distractions and it wasn't pretty busy. But um, you, you kind of take those with a smile on your face. Uh, you don't get much sleep uh, during this week because there's a lot of uh, external things going on. But um, you have to take that on as a coach, so that, that your players, uh, you know, just have a normal week of practice, a normal week of preparation, um, so that they don't know any different. And uh, that, that's really what it comes down to, um, you know. It, we know this is the last week. Very rarely do you do you know that it's the last week going into it. So, um, just excited that you know we get to we get to be a part of it. Um, the meeting up at Lucas Oil. There, there's only 12 teams um, representatives. You know, two representatives from from each class that are, that are at that meeting. So. It's a neat experience um, as a head coach. It's a, it's a neat experience for our coaching staff, um, but it's all in preparation for what it, what it's really about. It's really a matter of these high school players uh, getting to experience, um, you know, Indiana high school football and in, in its biggest uh, football game and its biggest venue. So, uh, just an incredible um, experience. We're very happy to be a part of it, um, and, and very excited for this opportunity. Are you able to take a moment? just to get these guys, maybe even the seniors off to the side, you have 22 seniors, and, and explain maybe just the journey, or not even explain it, but just kind of reflect on that, or, or are you still too much in the moment to reflect on that? No, we do. We, we, we take time throughout the week. We talked this morning um, as we were kind of wrapping up last week and starting to prep for this week, um, just how far we've come together. Um, you know, with this group specifically, we've been working since January for really this week and in this opportunity that's in front of us and uh, just reflecting, letting them know how much that, that we care for them as a coaching staff, uh, how much we appreciate their hard work and their dedication. Um, and we, we have those conversations early in the week. Um, you know, we'll, we have a nice uh, little team event where we're going to watch the 5A state championship here on Friday night just together. Um, try to be together as much as possible this week, uh, but you know during during the practice time during during certain periods, then it's uh, mental focus for the football game. But but we do try to enjoy it together, um, you know, and enjoy this journey here together. What impresses you on film with Northwood? Yeah, well, first of all, they have two special football players in uh, Nitro Tuggle and JoJo Edmond. Uh, Tuggle is committed to Georgia and uh, Edmonds committed to Michigan, so I, they're going to jump off the page right away at you. But I, I think more than just those guys, obviously those guys are extremely talented, but they are just a solid football team. Uh, their quarterback's had a great season, uh, has been running the ball a little bit more of late. That's um, concerned of several teams here late. Um, they've gotten their rushing attack going. Their defense has really, really improved here throughout the, this playoff run. And then they have a field goal kicker at a 55-yard field goal. So, I mean, that's unheard of in the high school game so uh, just a very solid um, team you know in all three phases um, we're gonna have to play really really well on on Saturday uh, but our guys know that we're not going to try to put too much pressure on them um, you know we're going to keep things uh, as our preparation from a preparation standpoint you know everything's the same for us um, we identify who their key players are try to try to limit what they like to do uh, well and just try to make life uh, difficult on them and then for us it's just being fundamentally sound and going out and playing a a great football game. Um, you know, these guys have been playing a lot of football uh, their entire lives. So it's, I think at this point in the year, you just, you kind of let those guys have, have some freedom to just go out and play some football. And, um, you know, we're playing a really, really good football team, but that's what you'd expect at this point in the season. So um, but we're going to try to play as fundamentally as sound as uh, possible, you know, put together a good game plan and try to just go out and execute a game plan. We've talked so much about your skill players. I and mean, we could talk hours and hours about those guys, but your offensive line, 
has really stood out the entire season. Can you talk about some of those more experienced uh, offensive linemen? Yeah, incredible job. We, we returned two seniors this year. Um, we, we knew come, kind of coming into this year that was a bit of a question mark for us. Um, it was going to play up front. And so uh, Noah Schneider is a three-year starter for us. Um, that we like to run the football behind him. Uh, that, that's no secret. Uh, he's an incredible football player. Uh, if you were a couple inches taller, he'd probably be talking about some uh, major Division One type scholarships. He, he's a special football player. Um, then R.J. Sig is a returning uh, center for us that, that's been kind of the, the guy to, to call out all of our checks and, and get us in the right situations, the right blocking schemes. Um, just vitally important to our offense um, because other than that, we, we have a junior, a sophomore, and a freshman starting for us. So we're a little concerned coming into the year, you know, how quickly they were going to gel. Offensive line takes time uh, for those guys to play together. But uh, really from week one, uh, we were a little bit surprised that we felt like we were a little bit of ahead of where we thought we could get to uh, week one. And all they've, all they've done is continue to improve um, as a group where later in the year here we have uh, leaned on that group specifically. And they've become one of our better groups of our football team. So um, they've just done an incredible job. They're, they're very, very smart and very, very athletic. Um, we're not going to outsize a whole lot of people, uh, but uh, they're, they're able to use our, their angle as well, get, get into um, the correct blocking schemes, and, and just fight like crazy. And, um, you know, they've done an exceptional job this year uh, for all those skilled guys. Um, and and they, they smile um, at this statistic uh, that Josh is averaging uh, five yards a carry before contact. So that's kind of an offensive line statistic that we keep that those guys are pretty proud about. I don't have to remind you, 479 yards rushing, without a pass attempt against New Palestine. When's the last time East Central played a game without a pass attempt? <laughs> we, we've been discussing that since last Friday. I, I'm not sure what the answer is, um, but that was kind of unintentional, really. Um, but we felt pretty good about some of our run game stuff and uh, run scheme stuff, uh, but we thought that we'd have to get to the passing game eventually. Uh, but as the game played out and we were playing from ahead, uh, we wanted to keep working clock and keep that clock moving. And we were having so much success in the run game that we just stuck with it and kept challenging our offensive line. And we did challenge our offensive line early in the week that uh, you know we are going to um, test them in the trenches and see how the game plays out. Um, and our offensive line just came out fired up and ready to go. Um, and so there were just, honestly, it didn't become a need to throw the ball. But I, I don't know how many teams have really won a game being able to do that. Uh, but, but our mantra has always been, no matter what it takes, just score one more point than them. And, uh, it, you know, our guys really buy into that. Um, I have to give a shout-out to our quarterback, Cole Burton. Um, he was in the blocking game most of the, most of the night. Um, and he was fired up and ready to do it, trying to get in the action there uh, from a blocking standpoint, even though he wasn't throwing the ball around like he probably wanted to. Speaking of mantra, you mentioned Josh Ringer told you before the game Friday night, hey, if we win this, that means we go to the state championship. Like, matter-of-factly, yeah. uh, is that kind of his mentality this week? This is another game? Yeah, he, he knows that it's uh, the state championship. He, he knows it's at Lucas Oil. But um, if you spend any time around Josh at all, he's just, you know, coach, it's another game. It's a pretty big environment. Probably be a few more fans in the crowd. But, you know, we just got to go out and do what we do. And that's uh, that's Josh. Um, he's willing to do whatever it takes uh, out on the football field. One of the most unselfish human beings I've ever been around. Um, you know, last Friday um, they were doing some things to try to take Josh away, which allowed us uh, Dylan Maxwell to have a great night for us in the run game, and Josh was blocking his tail off the, the entire game. So uh, Josh still ended up with, with a decent night statistics-wise, uh, but I think 
it goes to show you how unselfish he is when he's in there blocking, um, it, you know, for his buddy. It's just for his buddy and his, for his team to go have success. Um, so, yeah, he's he, he's been um, interesting. He's funny. You know, I, I get kind of tense. I get kind of nervous. And then um, I just have to go and talk to Josh so I can calm myself down. Finally, Coach, what would a state championship mean to this program, this community, the, the whole entire school for that matter? I think it just, um, you know, it would be the payoff for, for all the work that, that everybody's put in. And it's it's not just the coaching staff, it's the players, it's um, our athletic director, Kevin Moore, it's our athletic sec- secretary, Jill Bingham, who um, I probably annoy a lot throughout the football season, but our, our booster club, the parents, everybody that, that put it in so much work and effort into a football season, uh, to go home happy at the end of the year is always a special feeling. And then... I mean, I mean, just for our guys to be able to put their name as the, that team that, that won back-to-back state championships, I think it would just um, put them down in the record books, um, it, you know, at least within our school um, as being that class that was, that's been able to do it. We've had some really, really good classes come through here, but uh, none that ever been able to achieve that. Coach, really appreciate your time and perspective. All the best to the Trojans this week. Thank you. We appreciate you guys. Uh, I'm Dylan Maxwell. I'm a senior at East Central High School, and I play outside linebacker and running back. Dylan, obviously uh, going for a state championship this weekend, and uh, kind of before we talk about Northwood and everything uh, related to Lucas Oil Stadium, talk about this journey and how special it's been for you and your teammates. Oh, yeah, it's been awesome. Right? We're going there last year and getting another chance to go again. It's just we worked so hard in the offseason for this opportunity, and having it all pay off and we got one more to go and hopefully we can get it done. What's been kind of the chatter among you and your teammates? What are the coaches saying as we just begin this week? Yeah, you know, it's never uh, at East Central, we've never went back to back before. So obviously going undefeated and going back to back at state would be awesome. And we've just been talking about how putting our name in the history books, putting our class on on the, on the history books for forever. So it would be awesome. Career high, 251 yards last week in the semi-state round. Uh, tell me what was working so well for you running the ball. And you guys had 479 yards rushing without a pass attempt too. What was that game like? Yeah, so obviously uh, I'm, I'm running. I'm on the opposite side of Josh Ringer, right? And they're just sacking his, his side. So every time they're just having more guys on his side of the line. And obviously we have a great offensive line, and I was able to break a few loose and had a great game, and it was it was awesome. What, what were you feeling like after that game, knowing that it was final home game for sure? Uh, what was kind of going through your mind? Yeah, you know, it was a great game. We, we played really well, and obviously it's nice to win, win semi-state on your home field. Last game ever, but you still have a little bit of – you got one more to go. You can't feel too proud of yourself. You got, you got a bunch more work to do, and well, hopefully we can get it done. So, How determined is this team this, for this week? I think we're more determined than we ever have been, right? We got, got one more, and I think we can get it done, and – we're ready. What are you doing mentally just to prepare for this weekend? Yeah, just getting in film, right? Listen to our coaches, getting in film every week, uh, watching, watching the other team, watching, listen to our coaches. They have, they have, they're smarter than we are, and just li- and being able to follow a scouting report mentally, visualization, visualizing making a play, visualizing getting a catch, making a tackle on third down, and just celebrating with teammates. It's just it's more mental than than a lot of people get into it, but we really we really focus a lot on that throughout the week and. Yeah, it's easy to talk about the stats with this team. What Josh has done, what you've done, the seven shutouts. You know, how special has the defense been this this year? Our defense has been great. Yeah, we we, we put in just as much work. We work really hard uh, throughout the year, and it's been awesome to to see it pay off. And we got we got a great great D line, little and great D line. We just all around. We've been 
we've been great, and I think we should we should, should be good. What's it like to practice indoors and get ready to play a game indoors? Yeah, it's definitely different, right? Playing indoors is like the air quality and air is just all different. Uh, but we, we get ready. We're used to it. We played we played last year. We we practiced indoors throughout the year on on bad weather days. So I think I think we should have an advantage just due to how nice our facilities are. And I think yeah. I know you're in the moment, but how special is it, that atmosphere, Lucas Oil? Yeah, I remember a lot last year. Last year was awesome. Watching, running out, looking around, and just taking it all in. It's really special. So seeing seeing all your fans there, your students, and our classmates, and it's just taking it all in. You, not many people get to do it, and being able to be a lucky lucky ones to do it is just special. Obviously, you won a state championship as a junior. Your brother won a state championship in 2017. Your dad is on the coaching staff. What's it been like uh, within the family conversation this week? Yeah, you know, we've talked about it a little bit, but uh, I try not to count my chickens before they hatch. I've been, I've been keeping it, keeping it kind of the quiet. Don't, don't want to jinx it, but getting one more would be awesome to, to get a little bit of bragging rights on both of them. What's, what kind of support have you guys received all year from the school and the community? Yeah, obviously uh, we have we have a great fan base. They travel all the way to Evansville. We'll travel, travel, pack the stands to on a home game on on Friday nights, and it's just awesome being able to live it all in and no one likes playing in front of no fans and I think we have the great fans I'd come out to every game and it really makes it enjoyable for the players. Best of luck to you Dylan. Thank you appreciate it. You can certainly make an argument that East Central has been the best greater Cincinnati high school football team regardless of anywhere in the tri-state this season trying to become the first public school to repeat in class 4A and uh, the Trojans uh, certainly have a ton of momentum and a community behind it as they prepare for Saturday afternoon there at Lucas Oil Stadium. As I mentioned, Ohio and Kentucky in the state semifinals this week. In Ohio, how about Division I? Moeller going to take on Springfield for the third consecutive year in the state semifinal round. That game's going to be played at Piqua's Alexander Stadium on Friday night. And uh, the Crusaders trying to get back to Canton for the first time since 2013. And uh, this is a team that is... Certainly motivated to talk to Coach Bert Bathiani over the weekend. Uh, he says, you hey, probably don't have to say a whole lot. This is going to be a business-like manner, a business trip going to Piqua. Crusaders know what's at stake in this game as they try to reach the state final next week at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton. On Division II, Anderson can make a trip up to Columbus and play undefeated Maslin at Historic Cruz Stadium. Uh, that's going to take place on Friday night. First meeting ever between these two-story programs and uh, the Raptors certainly trying to make it back to Canton for the first time since 2008. That was a season when they were the Division II state runner-up. They won the state title the year before in 2007. Maslin trying to go for its first state championship and uh, Coach Evan Dreyer there at Anderson, he knows that he's got a special group this year, all about execution this time of year, and uh, Anderson's certainly getting it done on both sides of the ball. Uh, Brody Berg, 42 touchdowns. Uh, we've talked about him all season, but that defense has really stepped up as well, so that's going to be another interesting matchup. That Division II state championship will take place uh, on November 30th there at 7 o'clock at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium. Well, in Kentucky, we have a lot of action. How about in Class 2A, Beachwood trying to make it four consecutive state championships. They've take a trip down to Mayfield in the state semis in 2A this week and then uh, Covington Catholic they are uh, on a roll. They're undefeated. They're going to take on Paducah Tillman. Uh, that game is going to be there in Park Hills and that's going to be a, a matchup to watch there in Class 4A and in Class 5A we're guaranteed to have uh, someone uh, locally in the state championship uh, as Highlands takes on Cooper. This was a huge high scoring affair back in the regular season. A 58-51 victory by the Bluebirds and uh, Highlands trying to make it back 
Uh, to Lexington, trying to capture their 24th state championship. Meanwhile, Cooper trying to make it back uh, and make it to uh, the state final for the first time since 2012. So, uh, a lot of action going on. Week 15, high school football. Uh, be sure to check us out wherever you get your podcast and check out this WCPO High School Insider podcast. We most certainly will be talking to you week 16 and hoping that we have a state champion here in Indiana as well. Thanks again for watching and listening. I'll talk to you next week.